little mama veneers, you know what time it is. A little info, some girl chat about our journeys as mamas and entrepreneurs. But most importantly of all, love, support, and sisterhood. So let's get the dang thing started, mama veneers. Miss Lanisha Holland, and I'm so excited about her being on the third episode of the She Did That series. And let me tell y'all, like, she is killing the game, okay? She is your favorite mompreneur and lifestyle coach for moms. She helps moms create the life they want by learning how to monetize their interests. So, if there's anything that you want to say to the mompreneurs that's listening to this podcast, well, thank you so very much. For welcoming me on. Um, I'm super excited as well. And you're right, we don't personally know each other, but I'm yeah. happy to get to know you. Yeah. And to all of the moms out there, like the biggest thing is I'm on a mission to help as mm-hmm. many moms realize that they can have the life that they want. They don't right. have to settle. And I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of times that when we become moms, we put ourselves on the back burner and we forget about all those things that we want to accomplish because we're so in mom mode to mm-hmm. make sure, and I'm not saying don't take care of your children, of course right. you want to take care of them, <laughs> but you have to remember that in order for you to be the best mom that you can be, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself in the process. Because yeah. if, you know, if you're stressed out, if you're unhappy, your kids are going to feel all of that. They're going to feel that energy and it's going to, you know, they're going to absorb those, those bad vibes. Yeah. You don't want them to do that because they're watching you. They're watching Mm -hmm. everything that you're doing. So you want to make sure that you are also showing them that you are happy as well. For sure. Like way to get the the party started. Yes. (laughs) And on another side, like I feel like as that, that portion of it, like, yeah, don't lose yourself. But like you said, like your kids are watching you. And I feel like in an African-American household, it's not seen as much as others. Um, Just like their parents taking this path as entrepreneurs, like they see their moms and dads working, you know, like a nine to five. But I feel like exposing your kids to this path, like, hey, of course, you can work that nine to five, but you also can cultivate, you know, that revenue for yourself, build something for yourself. And just like generational wealth and just passing it on to your kids, like just giving them that mindset at such a young age, I feel like it's so pivotal. So if you are a mom and you're thinking about starting that business, I say go for it. Like it may be a little bit harder, you know, of course, but I, it's only pros for me. Like I have no cons in being a mompreneur. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be my first question because when I was reading on your website, I saw that you were in corporate America. What was your point, your um, turning point in like, okay, yeah, I'm not, this is not for me. Like, did you always know? So for me, I actually never even thought about being an entrepreneur until I became a mom. Wow. Yeah. It was always, you know, go to school. Um, I actually wanted to be a lawyer. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was the ultimate goal. And to be completely honest, deep down inside, I don't think that that's really what I wanted to do. It was just something right. that someone said to me when I was little. And I was like, oh, you know, 
lawyers are respected. They make a lot of money. That's what I yeah. want to do. So that is what just stuck with me. It was just mm-hmm. something that I heard when I was younger and it stuck with me. It stayed in my head and I never changed it. It was always just, you know, I'm just going to become a lawyer. And yeah. um, in college, I took a finance and I was like, I'm going to be a corporate lawyer and wow. I'm going to deal with contracts and things like that. And I ended up having an internship, not in that type of law, but mm-hmm. um, I started being around lawyers and things like that. And I was just like, is this really what I want? So instead of, and I mean, I took my LSAT. Um, wow. I wasn't necessarily happy with my LSAT score. So I was mm-hmm. like, is this really what I want to do? And law school is expensive. Yeah. And I already had a hundred thousand dollars, pretty much about a hundred thousand dollars in undergrad debt. Yeah. So it was like, do I really want to take on more debt? Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm going to do that, then I need to be sure. So mm-hmm. um, I decided that I was just going to give it a year and I was just going to work and decide from there if going to law school was something that I really wanted to do. Okay. And I thought that I would go into sales mm-hmm. because, you know, I have to be able to sell myself when yeah. I'm practicing law and why I'm right and all of those wonderful things. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to go into sales because it'll probably really benefit me based off of what it is like I want to do, especially if I do decide to go down that law school path and become a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just never went to law school after that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, my son, he is nine years old right now. Okay. And I am 34. I just turned 34 in October. So oh, happy late birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, um, it wasn't until I, and, and, you know, and I'm a really hard worker. I was, mm-hmm. everything that I've done has always been related to sales since I've gotten out of college. So, I'm, I was constantly working and then I had my son and I was like, this is really not the life that I want. So in my company, I ended up taking a job in the staffing industry and okay. I was a recruiter. You're basically competing against your coworkers 24 seven. Like you can never turn it off as a recruiter. Yeah. Like I would have candidates calling me late at night, telling me that they weren't going to their interview tomorrow. And I'm like, why are you not going to your interview tomorrow? Or I'd have like contractors, they would fall asleep at work and they'd get fired. And you remember like, this was my paycheck. I was Uh. being paid based off of, you know, getting people through the door, helping them land that job as either a permanent employee or as a temporary employee. So Mm -hmm. I could never turn it off. Like I was literally, and because, I was a mom. I had coworkers who weren't a parent, who weren't parents. So they would go to the office earlier. They would stay later. So Mm -hmm. because I had to pick up my son, I was leaving the office by five. Like I had to leave the office by five or I would be picking him up. Like there was no Mm -hmm. question. So I would literally come home and I would be um, trying to take care of him. I'd be putting him in front of the TV so I could continue working because right. again, I was competing against my coworkers, but then I had the opportunity to switch positions at my job. 
Mm -hmm. um, and get out of the recruiting position and move into operations. And I was in operations for six or seven years mm -hmm. and it was not purposeful for me. Like I was literally there collecting a paycheck. That's really all it was. There mm -hmm. it wasn't, there wasn't really too much room for growth. Um, and if I did grow, I probably would have had to move to our corporate office in Florida and I'm in Pennsylvania. This is where wow. I live. my family is here. Yeah. Um, like I was never going to make six figures in the position that mm -hmm. I was in. And I was making like about $54,000. I'm worth way more than $54,000. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. this is not happening. I put all my time, my energy into building somebody else's dream. Right. And they don't even want to pay me more, but yet they want me to do more work. Of course. <laughs> I just wish I would have done it, walked away so much sooner. Because mm -hmm. me not walking away, the main reason why I didn't walk away was because I was afraid. I was yeah. afraid of all of those what ifs. What if I can't pay my bills? What if I can't take care of my son? What if I can't pay my mm -hmm. mortgage? What if I can't pay all these student loans back? But I was miserable. I ended up getting a mentor. He's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> um, his name is Dave Anderson. He helped me to start to believe in myself. And that was the biggest thing, not believing yeah. in myself. Thinking that I didn't have, what if I decided to leave my job and what if I didn't make it? Right. And all of those what ifs were coming because in, I didn't really believe in myself enough. So he helped me with believing in myself. And I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And it kind of got to a turning point where I knew they were not going to pay me more. And I was just like, yes. I can't. All this time and energy that I'm putting into my job, I could be taking all of that time and energy and building something for myself. So exactly. I yeah. left. <laughs> so what was the initial thing that you got into? Thing like what started it off as a mompreneur for you? So when my son was born, he had a really bad skin problem. And I tried everything under the sun that the doctors told me to try. And because, Ugh, you know, I am the mom, that boss yeah. I am, I was like, this is not working. So mm -hmm. my child, if what you're telling me is not going to work for him, then leaving his mother, I need to figure it out. So I started doing my own research and I started making products for him. And then I started making products for myself. And mm -hmm. then someone started asking me about them. And I was just like, oh, okay. They were like, you should sell this. And I was like, you're right. I should. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I started Happily Naturally Me, which is my very mm -hmm. first business. Um, okay. And everything is handmade. That was mm -hmm. my first business. It's my business. It's like, I call my businesses my business babies. Yeah. So I got to nurture them. But <laughs> yes. um, it's whipped body butter it's soaps it i actually have the have a soap club that's launching soon where you can actually get soap delivered to your door monthly handmade oh, wow. so that was my first business mm -hmm. which i absolutely love <laughs> yeah did y'all hear that you can have it delivered to your door so check her out i am because my girls have um, bad eczema and actually um, I don't know like last year I started flaring up as well like I've never had eczema in my life <laughs> but um, like on my legs it's pretty bad and they like give us like the steroid creams but mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of those and they um, started like bleaching their skin like there is like patches on them now yep 
So I have been looking into the natural stuff, but the natural stuff is not as natural once I started looking into the ingredients. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to check your website out because what we I still haven't found anything that's working. So that's a good that's a good niche because a lot of people are having skin issues. So mm-hmm. for sure, check her out because I'm going to yes. check her out. HeavenlyNaturallyMe.com. You just go there, mm-hmm. and we are going to be having some specials because it's the Christmas season, so we'll make yeah. sure on the email list. Okay, so what was your next business after you cultivated that baby and it started running smoothly? What, which, what, which way did you go next? Okay, so after that, um, I started to actually, someone convinced me to get into network marketing, and I did. It was products that I actually liked. Okay. So um, I started going down the health and wellness route, mm-hmm. which was kind of made sense because I was already, you know, started happily naturally me and, right. and all about mm-hmm. natural skincare. So you got to make sure you're taking care of your insides too. So I started getting yes. that. My interest started to grow more. So I decided that I was just going to turn it into my own brand. Mm-hmm. And that's where Get Healthy with Lanisha came into play. And I have a Get Healthy with Lanisha community for those that want tips and just to have other people that they can go to that are going through the same things that they're going through, trying to get healthier. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe in dieting at all. all right. I think mm-hmm. the when people diet, they end up plateauing or once they get to what it is whatever yeah they want they kind Mm -hmm. of stop and then they start to gain the weight back so that's why i don't believe in dieting that's very true i after my first daughter i got to 215 and um i did a diet and i got down to 185 and i was like okay i made it to that weight and then uh i stopped the diet and now i've gained more weight with my second and I'm trying to um, lose the weight now but it's harder this time around but the diets aren't working so I'm I'm getting to the point where it's like okay well maybe it is a lifestyle change so I've uh, I'm like I've given up meat and carbs and sugar and that's helping me out a lot even with energy and stuff so um, that's the truth to what you're Mm -hmm. saying that's pretty much what I'm saying like not a diet like a lifestyle change so that's for sure yeah so I'm very big on lifestyle change, and that's what the community is about. And then every once in a while, I'll suggest products that I think that um, that are beneficial, whether either I use them myself or um, I know other people that use them and it works for them. I'm very big on detoxing. I think mm-hmm. that if someone is going trying to, you know, go through a transformation journey, a lot of times people don't detox, and they yeah. should because that detoxing is like resetting your body okay so you're getting rid of all the toxins that that have been built up um it'll actually flush loose fat cells out so it'll kind of give you like a fresh start so whatever it is that you are doing once you detox whether you are taking um weight loss products or Mm -hmm. you're changing your lifestyle whatever the case may be once you detox you'll actually end up seeing that you will get results a lot faster Okay. So when you say detox, is that like detox teas, detox teas, or what, like, what is a detox? Like a smoothie cleanse or? Um, well, there's different detoxes that you can do. Some people, you know, they like 
to juice. Okay. So you can choose. Um, I prefer an herbal detox because mm-hmm. I don't like to have to buy a whole bunch of fruit. Right. And juice it myself. <laughs> so there's lots of things that you can do. I prefer the herbal ones because it's less mess. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, depending, especially you have to, when you are looking at detoxes, especially if it's herbal or an actual mm-hmm. detox product, you have to make sure that you're paying attention to the ingredients because yeah. some of them have laxatives in them and you don't want a detox oh. that has laxatives. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Where I went after know happily naturally me Mm -hmm. and then I started getting into travel because I personally I love travel Mm -hmm. um, and I'm all about the businesses that I do have to fit into my lifestyle yes and I have to enjoy it so I take my interests and then I monetize them so I love travel so I got into doing travel so I help families plan their travel, but I also expanded on my travel business um, Mm -hmm. a couple of months ago where now I also help um, businesses or um, coaches put on retreats. Do you do it virtually or is it just more of people that um, is near you? Like, so you can travel to it and... Nope, all over. Um, For example, I am doing an event for um, someone, and it's called Confidence and Cake. Again, mm-hmm. I'm in Pennsylvania. She's all the way in Orlando, Florida, wow. and we are working on her event right now. Um, it will be February 22nd, mm-hmm. um, and basically the purpose of the event is to help, since it's the new year, to help you learn how to gain the confidence that you need to go after what it is that you want in life, whether yeah. it be you want to go after that promotion, whether you want to start that business, um, whatever it is that you want, getting that confidence up mm-hmm. so that you can tackle and create the life that you want. So again, that is in Orlando, Florida, and mm-hmm. you can actually purchase tickets on Eventbrite. It's called Confidence and Cake. So it should be a really great event. And if you are traveling, you can also um, stay overnight because mm-hmm. at the hotel that is being sponsored, there is a group room booking as well. Yeah. And then, of course, I have my event that is happening the mm-hmm. summer of 2020, which is the Ultimate Mom Vacay Experience, where oh. we are going to Bermuda. Ooh, Bermuda. Mm-hmm, on a cruise. It's a five-day cruise to Bermuda. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be workshops as well. So Mm -hmm. you can take advantage of the um, Boss Up workshops and they Mm -hmm. will all be geared towards my platform, uh, my Mom's at Boss platform, which we focus on building up the mind, body, business, and bank account. Mm -hmm. And of course, any mompreneurs that do attend the cruise, they get a special bonus because they will have the opportunity to be featured on my podcast that is launching. Congrats on the podcast. Thank you. That's amazing. So I want it to be beneficial to everyone. So it's not mm-hmm. just a cruise. And no kids allowed. This is just for moms because moms need a vacation. Yes. Come through <laughs> for the momcations. <laughs> so what breakout sessions will you be having on the cruise, like for the moms and the mompreneurs? Mm-hmm. 
So um, again, like I said, we, everything is going to be geared towards mind, body, business, and bank account. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do first mindset. We're going to be doing, um, I used to actually do lives on this and I kind of got away from it a little bit, but we're mm-hmm. going to be doing a um, morning stretch and mm-hmm. affirmation meditation Ooh. to help make sure that we can get, or we're getting our minds right. Mm-hmm. Can take everything in. We are going to be doing something body related. Um, I'm still lining the person up that is going to do that workshop. And mm-hmm. then we're also going to be focusing on finances. So learning how to budget, whether, whether, well, oh, sorry, whether it <laughs> is for your business or your personal, um, being able to budget your household, your business expenses. So we're also going to be providing some information on because a lot I feel like a lot of um, entrepreneurs especially when you're starting out they get really scared when it comes down to taxes yeah yeah so we're going to touch base on that as well mm-hmm. and then there's going to be some other great things that I have in store for you during the workshops and of course you get gifts you get your swag gifts and your mom's that t-shirt so it's definitely going to be an amazing time and you get to make some more mom friends network for it yeah networking is important and Mm -hmm. of course just having some moms as entrepreneurs they understand it because you know some I, i feel like if you're not an entrepreneur you don't get it so just like having those moms uh, even though they're like states away, just by giving them a phone call like that always helps. Okay, so I know you say you walk away from your corporate job. Like now that you're in it and you have so many businesses, are there some things that you wish you had known prior to starting your business? Everything has been a learning experience, especially mm. when you're starting off and you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> one of my biggest things is I wish I would have seek help and I think a lot of times when we're starting off and we're small we try to do everything there everything Mm -hmm. ourselves and you can't be an expert in everything yes so no obviously continuously educate yourself but know that there are certain things that you are just not good at (laughs) <laughs> and get the help that you need. <laughs> I feel like you're talking to me. Because <laughs> I would try to do it all. Like, I'm doing everything. Like, oh, let me go watch a YouTube video so I can see. Yes. I can... <laughs> so I can see if I do this myself. Okay, she's speaking to me. She's talking to me. Danielle, get the help you need and stop doing it all yourself. <laughs> that and don't be afraid to invest. Yeah. You cannot be cheap when it comes down to your business because you will get what you pay for. <laughs> That's good advice. Yes. I know like people try to cut costs down, but it's some stuff that you can't cut the cost on. Like I am, like, I don't know. It's like a new thing. Well, I guess it's not a new thing, but I've come, I'm in a lot of groups, like entrepreneur groups and stuff. And um, a lot of people are looking for like $5 logos and uh $50 websites and I feel like that's so important so why would you try to budget that like I just yes I don't know I don't, yeah I just don't get it sometimes Trust me, I know and <laughs> I built I taught myself how to build all my websites but you know 
I'm currently having them worked on and redone. Mm-hmm. Like it, I'm at a level yeah. where I need a better website. Yeah, like you come to that place. I, I understand it, you know, initially, if you don't have the money, then of course, you know, yeah, you can try it. But some people are good at it. And some people aren't good at it. So if you yes. aren't good <laughs> at it, then of course, you know, seek out help. Like I didn't mind doing my, my own websites because I also blog and I do like SEO blogging. So I know how to monetize, you know, how to get on Google and how to get on the first page and use how to, you know, keywords and stuff. So, um, some people don't know that. So you can have a website and you don't have the correct keywords. So you're not getting found on Google. So you just pretty much have a portfolio that no one's finding. So that's when you should, you know, pay those, the, the big bucks, I guess, for a website. If you're, yeah. you know, it's important. Like you should just some stuff just don't cut corners on. Yes. Um, and you'll find the money. You will oh, yeah. find yeah. the money. <laughs> you will make it happen. <laughs> if that's all you have, trust me. You would make it happen. Um, so what was one of your biggest failures thus far and what do you learn from it? Um, biggest failure. Okay, so I kind of mentioned this a little bit already. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly feel like that my biggest failure was not believing in myself. Yeah. And I say that because I should be so much further along in my journey as of being an entrepreneur than what I am. If I would have just believed in myself way sooner, like I have, I can only imagine where I would be. And I think a lot of people that I, at least for, I know for myself, not believing (laughs) in myself, has stopped me from accomplishing so many things. That fear of the what ifs, that fear of not being good enough. Yeah. But you have to know you are good enough. Mm-hmm. I think you have to surround yourself with people who do speak life into you because I know um, I'm actually turning 29 um, Sunday. And I feel like this year has really just been the year of um, having my surrounded by people that's like mm-hmm. no then you're you know you're good like you're amazing at this and you're amazing at this so why aren't you born for it and I feel like if you are around people who you know speak that life into you then of course you will feel that but if you're around people you know who's not speaking life into you then of course yeah I'm not good enough or I'm not going to be able to do this. And then, of course, being around people who, you know, aren't entrepreneurs. Like, I'm the first person ever in my family to do this. So it's like, okay, you can go get a nine-to-five. Like, why are you doing this? It's not guaranteed. You don't know if you're going to succeed. And it's kind of like a struggle, I guess. (laughs) But um, I guess it's just kind of if you're around the people. Like, you just have to be surrounded by positivity, I guess, just to kind of believe in yourself. But also it is. You have to believe in yourself, but I think a lot of people have issues with believing in yourself, and it's it's pretty sad that a lot of people do walk around and not even know, you know, their self-worth. So I'm hoping these episodes are helping moms out, just like hearing y'all's story, like, hey, you know, I walked away from my corporate job, and now I'm living and I'm thriving. So I'm hoping Mm -hmm. these stories help some mamas out. Yes, and I mean, I'm a single mom. So, <laughs> oh wow, it is, hello. It is just me. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Hello. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anything from the single mom. <laughs> Look, she has four, like, four to five businesses. Okay. She looks good. <laughs> She's thriving. I do. Nope. No mercy at this. <laughs> and it's not easy. I am not saying by any means mm-hmm. that it's easy. That it's easy. But you have to decide that you are going to choose your heart. Yeah. Are you going to choose the heart that you're completely miserable? Or you are mm-hmm. you going to choose the heart that also makes you happy? Yeah. Because me running my business, like today I thought I was going crazy, like dealing with the clients, like, oh my God. I can't let this fall through. Like, I cannot let this deal fall through. So it's not easy. It's a different kind of hustle. When you're hustling for yourself, Mm -hmm. you can't afford to make excuses. Especially when you have someone who doesn't have the means to provide for themselves. They Mm -hmm. depend on you. So I can't afford to fail because I have someone that I have to take care of. I have someone that I have to keep a roof over his head, make sure that he's Mm -hmm. fed, make sure he is clothed. So there is no plan, plan B. Yeah. I got to give all my, give everything to this plan and I'm not going to fail because I have someone that is depending on me to win. I'm giving you a round of applause right now here in my head. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That is the, yes, that is the attitude that you should have towards it. Like, I can't, you summed it up. Like, I have no words. Yes. So we're going to move from um, business into motherhood. So you have a, a son, right? Yes. Yeah. And he's nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, how does being a mom like affects you as the businesswoman entrepreneur? Like, is he helping you out with some stuff or is it like, you know, I know for me, like I try to combine both, but my girls are younger. I have a two and a five year old, so they don't really get it. The You know, kind of, they don't get it yet. They know, Hey mom's like, Oh, I can hear her on the computer talking or on the, you know, speakers in the house or whatever, but they don't really get it. So does he help you out with stuff? He does. Yes. So okay. he is very used to it. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I started my first business when he was very young. He was still like mm-hmm. a baby. So I used to do a lot of vending events when I first started out. Oh, so yeah. we would pack up, I would pack up his bag and I would, um, I used to go to like this flea market. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would pack his bag. We'd have games, we'd have snacks, we'd have a blanket. Um, (laughs) depending on how old he was at the time, sometimes he had a scooter and, you know, he was my little salesperson and (laughs) we would play games when I didn't have a customer or we'd read books. So he already understands that life. Like right now, you probably couldn't even hear that he was in the room. He went in the kitchen. (laughs) I'm like sitting at my dining room table because he knows like, okay, mommy is on a call. Yeah. I have to be quiet now. (laughs) (laughs) So like he gets it and I talk to him Mm -hmm. and like he helps me package things sometimes. Or when we go to the post office, he likes to put the boxes together and tape them up. So he gets it like he knows. And we talk about business and we talk Mm -hmm. about him running his own business because I am raising him 
okay, so I have moms that boss, mm -hmm. but I also have kids that boss. Come it's through. Not, <laughs> it's not launched yet, but it is something that I'm working on. And mm -hmm. it's something that he is going to be a part of. And mm -hmm. he and like when he does help me out with things, I do pay him. Yeah. So he he completely understands. And I always say that I want to set my son up to the mm -hmm. point where when he is older, he can do whatever he wants. If he wants to work a job, he can work a job. If he doesn't want to yeah. work a job, if he doesn't have to. Because mm -hmm. he will have his investments. He will mm -hmm. be able to do whatever it is that he wants to do because I'm teaching him differently. I like let me know when you do the kids that boss because I do <laughs> um <laughs> Bella, my oldest, she had a little lemonade stand and uh for lemonade day. I don't know if you ever participated in that at uh I don't know. Do y'all have raisin cane? Y'all probably don't have that no. there. Mm -hmm. I think it's a Louisiana thing. <laughs> but they have a um, thing called uh, Lemonade Day, and it's for kids uh, to be entrepreneurs for that day. So they build, like, their lemonade stand, and they write out a business plan. So she she um, raised a good bit of money. So I asked her, like, you know, hey, what do you want to do with it? Like, do you want to, you know, put in your savings, or do you want to start a business? And she's like, I want to start a business. So we started a gumball machine business for her. So oh, she nice. has... Um, yeah, we just placed our first one in like a little kid play um, palace place. And then hopefully we're, you know, put it in more places. But um, she's five, so she kind of gets it, but not so much. But yeah, let me know when you do a kid's that boss. Like I want, I want her to um, see other kids doing it. You know, I, get, yes. I think she'll get it if she see other kids get it and she'll be more excited about it. So yeah, please. Yeah. Let me know when you do I that. I definitely yes. let you know. Um, yes, but the funny thing, cause you mentioned a gumball machine, like one of the mm -hmm. businesses that my son and I have been talking about is getting him a line of vending machines. <laughs> yes. That's okay. We're like trying to work up there. <laughs> like that's what we're trying to ultimately work up to. <laughs> yes. So, yes. um, that is something that he and I have been talking about and plan on doing in the future. So yeah. you and I will connect on that as well. Yes, with your busy seasons, I feel like you're probably busy in all seasons since you have so many things going on. Do you ever feel mom guilt? Like, is there ever a time where it's like, I'm giving myself to my business and I feel like I'm ignoring my kid? Or is it kind of a good work-life balance because you involve him? Um. When I was working my full-time job, I used to feel that way a lot, a whole <laughs> lot, because, you know, you're sitting at your job all day long, eight mm -hmm. hours. Some people, you know, work more and you come home, you're exhausted. You, you know, you're, for us, we weren't getting home until about like six, seven o'clock. Mm -mm. just simply because you know I worked I had to pick him up and we also had to get through traffic so mm -hmm. at the time I worked about 45 minutes to an hour away simply because of traffic with no traffic it was like 20 minutes so I made mm -hmm. the decision to put my son in private school out where I worked right so um even though we were there we would come home and he would still all have all of his activities because I, I do believe that children should be in activities and things like that. So we play sports, we're in Boy Scouts, like he's learning to play an instrument. So mm -hmm. 
I still had all of that stuff going on. So by the time we would actually get home and get settled, we both are tired. And it's like, yeah, you know, we're both running all day long and we're not really spending any quality time together. Mm-hmm. So I always felt like I had a lot of mom guilt while I was working. Um, it's a lot better now because I am working for myself. So my schedule is very flexible. So now I can go to that field trip or yeah. I don't have to worry about when he has a half day of school trying to find somebody else to care for him if mm-hmm. after school is closed and things like that. So I have more time. Yes, I do still feel some mom guilt because sometimes I get very like locked into what I'm doing and then I'm like, okay, we'll do this at this time. And then that time will completely pass. And because I didn't look at the time, and he'll be like, um, mom, it's like seven o'clock. You said you were going to do this at six o'clock. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. When you're in it, you're in it. <laughs> so I do still get wrapped up. So I feel like you're. I'm always just going to have that mom guilt. But yeah. I do make sure that I'm there for practically every, I, I'm there for everything. Um, mm-hmm. There will never be a time that I, unless there's really just a conflict time-wise that I will try to make sure that I'm there for everything for him. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to leave my job. So that yeah. I, for me, it was, I want to be a better mom. I want to be there more. I want to do my own thing. This is going to be the last question that I have for you. And I've asked all the moms and I'm going to continue to ask all the moms. What does being a mompreneur mean to you? Being a mompreneur is being able to balance between being that mom, taking care of all your mom responsibilities, but also living your dreams because your business is your dream and being happy doing both. And happy doing both. I think you can have your cake and eat it too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so our interview with Miss Lanisha is coming to an end. So I want you to let all the mompreneurs know where they can connect with you online and follow you with your continuous businesses and all that you're doing. So if you just want to list them out and let them know where they can follow you and what you have going on, this is the time. Okay. Well, of course, um, everything that I do can be found at LanishaHolland.com, and that's L-A-N-I-S-H-A-H-O-L-L-A-N-D. You'll be able to find all of my businesses are listed there, um, so that way you can just click on the business that you're interested in, and it'll take you right to that business's website. And of course, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You can look me up underneath Lanisha Holland. Everything that I do is underneath Lanisha Holland. So yes, I am welcoming to all moms to connect. Even if you just want to have a conversation, message me. Yeah. I like meeting new mompreneurs. I do feel like as a mompreneur or even like an entrepreneur in general, like just making those connections and like networking, you never know who you will meet. Like I've met some of the most, like the most amazing people just like by, Hey girl, like I've been stalking your Instagram. (laughs) You're amazing. And then it's like a a great friendship has, you know, blossomed. So I am, yeah, I agree. Like definitely like just 
following because I know I'm about to go follow all her pages because I'm extremely interested. So you should too. Like, yeah, go follow her. Support her because she's amazing. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for coming on. And I really enjoyed this. So um, I hope all of you mompreneurs have enjoyed it as well. We will link all of her social media accounts and her website in the post. And just give us some comments. Let us know your thoughts and how you felt about this episode. It's time for me to go. But as always, keep pushing, keep growing, keep going, and keep doing the thing, thing, mama for newer. Until next time. Bye.